Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. There's our back office team. I want you to see our team. Justin's running comments. Tracy's running the back office. I just want them uh, say hello to Tracy and Justin this morning. And I hope everybody's doing well. We're going to kick them out of the show there. Good morning, everyone. It is Mar uh, March. My goodness. It is May. May. I was on the M month, but I said March accidentally. It is May the 2nd, 2023, and I am coming at you live from the USA, and I am grateful to have you a part of the show. Say hello to brothers and sisters around the world. There is Elijah and um, uh, Badu from Nepal. Elijah's from Andhra Pradesh in India. There's Anna uh, Marie from the Philippines. Uh, she's given love to Tracy and Justin. Say hello to brothers and sisters around the world. We're grateful. There's Carlene uh, also giving some love. Thank you for including me, Carlene. That's awesome. There's a B saying hello from Manipur, India. Uh, there is uh, Claire saying hello from the Philippines. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad that you are here today. I hope you are alive and well and uh, feeling good today. God has sent me into your life for a few moments just to share a powerful word from the Lord. Are you ready? Are you ready for today's word? Well, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Last week, we talked about endurance. Today, we are talking about uh, persistence. Persistence. There we go. Persistence. And we will dive into that in just a moment. Uh, I am back from an international tour in India and Nepal. I uh, see some of the friends that I met there along the way joining the show today. Welcome to anyone that's watching the Kevin White show for the very first time. Take a moment and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, either on the Spirit Media channel or my Kevin White channel. Subscribe so that you never miss an episode. I come at you live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time to bring you an injection of the power of God into your life. Um, I'm being used of God. My prayer is to help you prosper in the presence of God. And uh, there we have some friends from Nagaland. Um, I was able to share the commencement address at their graduation service. 
And it was one of the highest honors in my ministry to be able to do that and to um, to really inject faith and trust in God in that crossroads moment. I remember my graduation and I was thankful that I could speak uh, to them during their graduation. But good morning, everyone, and evening, wherever you're watching from. Is anybody watching from Australia right now? How about Kenya? Uh, we have friends in the Ukraine and Afghanistan, in Myanmar, Thailand, Philippines, USA. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad that you're a part of the show. Um, my fifth book in three years was just released uh, one month ago, and it is getting great reviews and I hope that you would leave your five-star review on Google, but I would love to share this book with you for free um, and in exchange for your five-star review. Uh, you can actually go to my website, kevinwhite.us forward slash O-G-W, Only God Works, and see a free download of the ebook. And the audiobook. The audiobook is one of my favorites so far. Lori Loomis uh, from here in the US narrated the book. And I'm so grateful for the anointing of the Holy Spirit as she was reading the book. Um, no doubt this book is going to go far. God's really provided a powerful revelation that changed my life 25 years ago. And I'm so grateful that He used me to share this with the global church. Um, I uh, dedicated to brothers and sisters living in all 195 countries, because I really believe that the message of God is meant for the people of God in all 195 nations. And so this is a gift that I want you to receive. If you haven't read it yet or listened to the audiobook, uh, please prioritize that. I really believe God has a powerful truth that will change the trajectory of your life and how you think of God and your calling and your position on planet Earth and um, the opportunity that God has given all of us to experience him and to join him in his work. So please take a moment and receive this deposit of God into your life. Okay, so let's go in to today's word. Again, it's the word persistence. And I am so grateful for Pastor Cannery uh, in Manipur for suggesting this word. If you have a word that you would like to suggest that we talk about on a future episode, please put that into the chat. Um, but this word... All of the words in the month of April were suggested, and this is another word that was suggested, and it came, came it comes from Pastor Cannery in Manipur, India. Persistence. So let's dive into Luke chapter eleven. I want to tell you a story that Jesus tells us in Luke chapter eleven, verse five through thirteen. Read along with me. Then, teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanted to borrow three loaves of bread. A friend of mine has just arrived for a visit, and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. 
the door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you, but I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. There's our word today. And so I tell you, keep on asking. This is Jesus. We're all Jesus followers. We're Jesus people. Can I get an amen that you're a Jesus follower? And Jesus, the one we are following, is saying, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. I want you to hear the promises of our Savior. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Your fathers, uh, you fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people, I love this verse, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Amen. So we could talk for hours. I could talk for hours about this story, but I want you just to see the theme of persistence. God is asking you to be persistent calling you to be persistent, promising to reward you for being persistent. So I want you to think differently about persistence. You know, you and I think of persistence as annoying. Even in this story, you can see the atmosphere of annoyance. Imagine going to your neighbor's house. You have guests over. You have nothing to feed them. You go over to your brother's house and you're knocking on the door. They're in bed. They're trying to go to sleep. They finally got the kids calmed down. And now you're knocking on the door and they say, we're already in bed. Go away. And so you knock again. They're already in bed. Go away. And Jesus even calls it shameless persistence. Why? Because you're annoying. This is annoying, and we think of persistence as annoying, but God sees persistence as faithful. And so I want you to think differently about persistence. On earth, persistence reminds us of annoyance, but in heaven, persistence is seen as faithful. And so though this story is about you and I, or the, the person being annoying to another human, what the call of God is, is to be persistent with our Heavenly Father. Now, we don't necessarily like that because we've been trained not to boss God around. And it's not about bossing God around. It's about hearing the will of God and then repeating it shamelessly until we receive it hear that again. Persistence is about hearing the will of God, the voice of God, and then repeating it back to the Father shamelessly 
He is honored when we do that. So um, I want you, the second thing I want you to understand about persistence is that God is persistent. When you and I are being called to be persistent, we're being called to take on the nature of God. God is persistent. Look at Psalm 100 verse 5. It says, the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Persistently loving, persistently good. God continues in spite of our sin, in spite of our failures, God's love never fails. And you need to see the persistence of God in that. Have you ever had conditional love? We all have. Raise your hand if you have ever had the temptation to love conditionally. We all have. But God's love is unconditional, persistently unconditional from generation to generation. One generation may curse God and God's going to love the next generation. One generation may rebel against God and God's going to be good to the next generation. Persistent. And so I want you to think differently about persistent. It is faithful. And I want you to understand that God is persistent. And the third thing we get from this story is the call to be persistent. God wants you and I to be persistent. So look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. It says, pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be, everybody repeat it after me, be persistent. Right there is your biblical mandate to be persistent. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. God is calling you and I to be persistent. Now, we don't wake up in the morning thinking about, praise the Lord, it's another day. I'm going to be persistent today. But God is really inviting you, asking you, calling you to be persistent. In my book, Only God Works, I talk about the difference between being and doing. We focus on doing, and yet God's not called us to do. God has called us to be. And right here is a practical example of what God has called us to be. Be persistent. So I want to just share with you a couple of things out of my own life. One is very early. Shelly and I will be celebrating 36 years of marriage in October, and very early in our marriage, we ruled out the word divorce. My parents had divorced when I was 12 years old. It split our family of six in half. My mom, younger brother, and younger sister went and lived in one area, and I stayed with my older brother and my father in another area. Our family of six was completely divided as a result of their divorce. I was actually relieved it's unfortunate that I have to think about that. But when they divorced, I was relieved because our entire childhood was consumed with their drama, with their dysfunction, with their unhealthy relationship. And I remember lots of painful um, 
memories around holidays and any attempt for a family vacation because my parents' drama just took over. Um, and so when they finally did divorce, I remember feeling a sense of relief because at least the, the, few, the fighting and the arguing and even some violence would be, would be over. Now, it was difficult, but I made a commitment, as I said I do to Shelly, that I would, I, we would remove the word divorce. Now, I want to tell you, we have not come to uh, be celebrating 36 years of marriage without having to withstand that temptation. Um, there have been moments in our marriage, there are moments in every single marriage where where the feeling has subsided and the commitment has to take over. And I want to just ask you a very practical question as it relates to persistence. What does it take for you to curse God? What will it take for you to abandon your faith? What will it take for you to say, I tried trusting in God and I am done with that. I'm not going to trust in God anymore. Because whatever, it's, whatever you are willing to allow the enemy to tempt you with, to divorce God, he's going to do it. He will throw everything he possibly can in front of you unless you rule out the word cancel, the word divorce, the word cursing God out of your relationship with him. For the longest time, my relationship with God was like a contest. I was having this contest to see if God would be faithful. I was having this contest to see if God would truly love me. I was having one contest after another toward the Lord. And then sometimes we think of our relationship with God as his contest toward us. And, and what, what will it take to be the straw that will break the camel's back in our faith? And I want you to receive a grace of persistence, a gift of persistence. You can read the story of Job this week, and you will see how God allowed Satan to test Job and take everything in his life away. And his friends accused Job of sin, and his wife even asked Job to curse God and die. And Job came to that point of ruling out canceling God, ruling out divorcing God, ruling out cursing God and dying. And Job said, though the Lord slay me, yet I will trust in him. Have you come to that point as you are the bride of Christ and spiritually he is the groom, the head of the church? Have you come to that point of marrying Jesus to death do you part in sickness or in health, forsaking all others? Would you be able to say my relationship with God has a built in persistence because I've already ruled out divorce. Though the Lord slay me, I'm going to go out trusting him. That will diffuse the enemy like nothing else. And it's this word persistence. It's how you and I get to the fuel, the grace 
a persistence. If your relationship with God is a contest of his faithfulness, a contest of his character, you will spend your entire life going from one trial, one contest to another. Have you ruled out canceling God? Have you ruled out losing your faith? Jesus says no one can snatch you out of his hands. Now, I grew up in a tradition that taught that we could backslide. And I lived eternally insecure as a result of that, that no matter how much I tried to get toward God, the enemy would always push me back. It'd be like I'd take one step forward and the enemy would knock me three steps back. So I stayed in reverse instead of moving forward. And then I read the gospel, the Bible for myself. Some friends discipled me and I began to understand we are either eternally insecure or we are eternally secure. And in Christ, the only answer is you are eternally secure. Now, spiritually, you have your father's DNA just like you have your parents' DNA. And nothing can separate you from the love of God. You could cut off your right arm and you're still going to be a child of God. You can cut off your left arm and you're still going to be a child of God. Spiritually, you cannot de- you cannot de- subtract God's spiritual DNA out of your spirit any more than you can stop being your mother's child or your father's child. You are as secure as you will ever be today. And it's because God's persistent. And therefore, you and I can be persistent. Have you ruled out any opportunity to cancel God? Sometimes we even pray missionary prayers. God, if you'll save me from this financial despair, I will be a missionary to Africa. And God bless us when we pray those kind of desperate prayers. But what will it take for you to cancel God? What will it take for you to lose your faith? Now, now my son, Zach, and I have a very healthy relationship. And I want it to grow in its health in the future. But he could stop talking to me and it will break our relationship, but it will not change him from ever being my son and me from ever being his father. So you might be in a broken relationship with God. And just like that, it can be repaired as you and I repent and return to a fellowship with God. Get out from up under our sin, confess our sin and immediately we can be restored to a right relationship with God. But no one can snatch you out of God's hand. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I want to also just let you know that I have to practice persistence in my own life. I'm going to make this a generic story, but it's a real life example out of my own life. I have been waiting on someone that has promised um, that as soon as funds are released, they're going to cover uh, some of their expenses within Spirit Media and even be an investor. And I have no doubt 
that at some point they are going to um, they're, they're going to be able to get caught up and beyond with their with their commitment to spirit media. But in the meantime, it has created a persistent cry of God to release these funds within their country so that they can stand good on what they have committed to. And and so multiple times I've heard from the Lord that the funds are being released. They've heard from the Lord that the funds are being released. We have prayed fervently that these funds would be released, even to the point of I've heard so clearly God assure me that he is in control and the funds are being released that I began thanking him for the release of the funds. But week after week, they go and check and there is no transfer of the funds yet. And this has gone on for months. And who knows? Is it going to happen tomorrow? Is it going to happen in two weeks? Like Jesus taught us to pray, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. And there is so much that you and I are um, being called of God to pray for that we're not necessarily going to see in microwave time. I want to just show you something that God recently spoke to me about related to this transfer of funds. And it's out of Haggai. And I hope that you will, it will make sense to you the way that God has brought it to me. And Haggai um, chapter two, um, the Lord is speaking and I hope, okay. So in, I'll begin reading Haggai chapter two, verse six. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In just a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations and the desired of all nations will come and I will fill this house with greater glory. That's the presence of God. But then he says, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace. And here I am praying for the release of funds in one country. And God is saying, I am the God of all the funds in every country. And God has me praying as a result of this persistent cry over this one situation in my life. God has me praying a kingdom prayer that the treasuries of the nations, 195 nations would come into the temple of God, into the presence of God. Now I'm seeing this spiritually as God is doing a kingdom work around the world, but he is calling for the release of funds from the nations. I hope he gives you eyes to see that, ears to hear that, but I want you to just see an example of how in the earthly realm, God has me persisting this friend of mine, persisting in prayer for something we haven't seen yet, but he's using it to bring about a kingdom prayer, an eternal prayer that may be bigger than my lifetime on earth, bigger than what I will witness even on this side of eternity, but it is the will of God. And if you'll go back to the very final verse, um, Tracy, can we put that Last part of Luke chapter 11 back up, it says, so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give? Look at that. The Holy Spirit. 
the presence of God. And so when it comes to persisting, that's what we are persisting on. Yes, there will be material things in our life. We need physical healing. We need financial needs to be met. We, we need today's daily bread. Jesus teaches us every day to pray. Give us today our daily bread. That's a prayer of persistence. But look at what Jesus ends with, the focus on the presence of God. Make sure your persistence is leading you into the presence of God. That's the whole point. What a gift. God is using the need for persistence in all of our life to reveal himself. It's all about him. It's all about his kingdom. It's all about the fulfillment of the great commission. It's all about the nations. Jesus, uh, the Bible says, pray and I will give you the nations. Now, I don't need the nations. You don't need the nations. It's all for the kingdom of God. But that is a prayer that the body of Christ needs to be persistent in. I want to ask you to join me in calling out 195 nations to the Lord. 195 nations. Have you named them all? Could you read them all? This is, this is the persistence that God is looking for. Nothing wrong with praying persistently for healing, persistently for financial breakthrough, persistently for God's blessings and favor over your company. I am. Be persistent on the earthly things, but let it remind you of the eternal things. Be persistent in asking for the Holy Spirit. Be persistent in being filled with the Holy Spirit. Being persistent in claiming India for Jesus, Afghanistan for Jesus, Ukraine for Jesus. Be persistent in asking that the treasuries of this world would be brought into the presence of God for kingdom wealth, for kingdom good. That's where God has me. And I hope that you will receive this gift of persistence in your life and you will let the Holy Spirit use it. Give the Holy Spirit the word persistence and watch what happens. It's, it's a good thing. You're becoming like Jesus when you're being persistent. Amen. Well, my time is up. I pray that you will receive this word from the Lord. And I want to remind you this Friday, at 10 a.m. Eastern time is my monthly keynote. So every Tuesday I do the Kevin White show, but once uh, a month, the first Friday of each month, I share a powerful word. And this Friday, I'm going to go live with the word empowerment. And I hope you'll be back. If you've subscribed on YouTube, you'll get a notification of that. But be inviting your friends. Pray over that word. Uh, I really believe God wants to change our minds as it relates to generosity and a lot of other things, because everything God is asking for, he is providing to you and I. But are we living under our limitations or according to his empowerment? Come back Friday for that. Then next week, I'm going to be sharing the word go, and I'm going to be outlining um, the, the blessings of God in my international tour to India and Nepal. And I hope you'll be back here for the Kevin White Show. I love you all. Pray for me as I'm praying for you. Thank you so much for 
all your comments, um, over 60 comments today, and I'm truly blessed. So share this link with all your friends that they would receive this gift of God in the word persistence. I'll see you back next Tuesday. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.